In the second reading, we are reminded that we brought nothing into the world and we can't take anything with us when we leave this world. We are to be content with food and clothing and resist the desire to be rich and the love of money. Instead, we are to live a life of righteousness and set our hopes on God who provides everything. The second reading is from 1 Timothy, the sixth chapter. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that many have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, to keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will display at the proper time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. This is the word of the Lord. What is life, no, what life is about. That's um, the sermon title for this morning. What life is about. Have you ever wondered what life is about? Today you're going to get the answer. Now let's start by saying what life is not about. Life is not about money. And life is not about the things that money can buy. In the letter to Timothy, Paul wrote to young Pastor Timothy this. For the love of money is the root of many evils. Now Paul didn't say money is evil. He said the love of money is evil. Jesus once said, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. The thing you value most is your highest, your highest value, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. And if your heart is set on money, then your heart is set on something that is the root of much evil. So that's not what life is about. Someone once asked John D. Rockefeller, Mr. Rockefeller, how much money is enough And Rockefeller answered, just a little bit more. You could tell what his values were. His life was just getting just a little more money. 
regardless of how much he already had. So when you think about what life is about, it's not about money. Now, I can imagine that someone came across, if they saw this in the website or in the newspaper, what life is about. I can imagine someone saying, oh, you mean the pastor at Emmanuel Church knows what life is about? He knows that? People have, have argued about this for thousands and thousands of years, and now he claims to know what life is about? And the answer is yes. I, I know what life is about. I really do. I'll share it with you today. Because you have to know what life is about if you're going to live it well. You have to figure out what your life is about. Because if you don't know what it's about, how, how in the world are you going to live successfully? You have to figure that question out. What life, what life is about. And you can give the wrong answer. John D. Rockefeller, when he said just a little bit more money is enough, he gave the wrong answer. If you want to live life right, you have to know what it's about. Many years ago, um, a group of people from Peace Lutheran Church went to Harbor Village in Grove, Oklahoma. Anybody been to Harbor Village? What's, Harbor Village is a place that Harvey and Bernice Jones established. And they moved about 100 buildings over there, and it shows you what life is like in the 1800s. You get a sense of what it was like to live way back then. And one of the displays, in fact, there are a number of the, of the displays, have a display of tools, of gadgets, of items that were used at home, that were used at work, that were used on the farm. And they have signs that said, this is this, and this is this. But once in a while, there was a gadget. And it says, we don't know what this is. This thing used to have a purpose. It could be used for something, but the use is forgotten. If you knew what it was, you could use it. Because, but if you don't know what it is, you can't use it. It just sits there like a thing. Well, life is like that. If you don't have it figured out, how in the world are you going to live life successfully? And so, I'm going to tell you what life is about. Now, I brought, I'm going to share with you four definitions of life. There are many, many, many. You can Google it if you want. The first one comes from Shakespeare. Comes from Macbeth. Act 5, scene 5. Uh, Macbeth's life is disintegrating. His wife has just taken her own life. And Macbeth has this, this soliloquy. Now a soliloquy in drama is the same thing as an aria in opera. You're in opera, the opera singer gets up and sings this wonderful thing. That's, it's called an aria in opera. It's called a soliloquy in the theater. And Macbeth says about life. He says, out, out, brief candle. Out, out, brief candle. Life is like a like a candle that can go out. And in fact, he's thinking, maybe I'd like to have my candle 
blown out. Life is a walking shadow. Life is a walking shadow. Life is a poor player who struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard from no more. Life is just like an actor gets on the stage, says his little thing, and he's gone. And then this most famous part of the soliloquy. Life is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury and signifying nothing. And that's life. Sound like fun? Sound like a life you'd like to have? Brief candle? A walking shadow? A tale told by an idiot? Signifying nothing? That's, that's a definition of life. The second definition of life comes from Greek mythology. Uh, from a myth called the myth of Sisyphus. Anybody know the myth of Sisyphus? Sisyphus was, ah, I see a hand. The myth of Sisyphus was made famous by um, a a French French, uh, philosopher um, who uh, was the leader of the philosophical school called absurdism. That's already a hint, isn't it? The philosophical school of absurdism. Albert Camus. And the myth of Sisyphus goes like this. Uh, Sisyphus was a Greek king. He thought he was a wonderful guy. He thought he was smarter than Zeus. And so Zeus punished him by giving him this punishment that what Sisyphus had to do was to take a rock, a heavy rock, and roll it up to the top of the hill. But when he got to the top of the hill, Zeus arranged that he would lose grip of it and the rock would slide down the hill again. So Sisyphus would have to come down the hill, get behind the rock, start pushing the rock up the hill again. He got near the top. He lost control of it. It slid down the hill. And he had to come down the hill and start all over again. And he did that forever. And Camus said, that's what life is like. It's full of frustration. It has no meaning at all. Life is absurd. And the only thing a person can think about is whether or not he wants to continue to live. And that's another answer to the question, what life is about. The third answer comes from beer, from a beer commercial. And that's rather appropriate, isn't it, since Brew for Blessings is coming up on Saturday. This is not a commercial. It just happens to overlap that way. Schlitz beer. Anybody ever heard of Schlitz beer? All right, a lot of beer, a lot of people know Schlitz. Had this, you only go around once in life, so grab for all the gusto you can. Remember that commercial? You only go around once in life, grab for all the gusto. Now the question is, what is gusto? Who defines gusto? I guess gusto is whatever you want. And and the theme of that commercial was life. What is life about? Life is about you. And since you only go around once in life, 
Grab for all the gusto you can. Satisfy yourself. Because life is all about you. That's the third one. Here's the fourth one. It comes from Jesus Christ. Who knew what life was about. But before I tell you what Jesus taught, I want to share another answer to the, to the question what life is about. And it comes from, from Johann Sebastian Bach. You know Bach? This wonderful, wonderful musician. He was more than a musician. He was one of the finest musical geniuses who ever lived. Bach wrote tons and tons of music. He wrote 300 cantatas to be sung in church. He would write music during the week to be sung on Sunday. He wrote all kinds of music. He wrote secular music as well as church music. And he was Lutheran, by the way. And music came out of his pen the way water comes out of a hose. And if you ask Bach, what is your life about? You would think that Bach would say, well, my life is about my music. For example, if you ask a professional golfer, what is your life about? That's about golf. That's all I think about. Well, if you ask Bach, what is your life about? Bach had a different answer. Because at the very last part of everything he wrote, he put these three words in Latin at the bottom. Soli, somebody recognizes it. Soli Deo Gratia. Gloria. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be glory. His testimony was, my life is not about my music. My life is about giving glory to God. And I understand that in two ways. The first is this. This glorious music is not my music. I'm just a pipe. God gives the water. I just hold the pen. God gives the music. So don't thank me for the music. Give God the music. Give God the glory because it is God's music. Well, the second thing would be this. Um, I'm writing all this wonderful music because I want to glorify God. It's not about me. I'm doing all of this to glorify God. Bach would say, that's what my life is about. And now Jesus. If anybody knew what life was about, it was Jesus Christ our Lord. He once said, I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. He said, I came that you have lots and lots of the best kind of life you can possibly have. He knew about life. He knew what his life was about. And he came to tell us what our lives are about. And here's what he taught. Here's what life is about. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. That's what life is about. That's the answer to that. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. The message is, life is not about you. See, we think our lives are about us, but that's not right. 
our lives are about God. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. That's what life is about. Macbeth thought that life was about himself and because his life was going down the toilet, he said all these terrible things about life. The Schlitz beer guy thought life was about him and he was going to grab all the gusto that he can. That's wrong. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness and you'll have the very best possible life you can. You can have. Life is not about your job. Life is not about your hopes and your dreams. Life is not about your career. Life is even not about Razorback sports. <laughs> Can you say that in Fayetteville? Life is not about any of that stuff. Life is about God. Seek God's kingdom and God's righteousness and all of those things. Everything else is taken care of. And when you do that, when you have that understanding of life, then you know you live on the narrow road. And you go through the narrow gate. And you enter through the narrow door. And you have the very best possible life you can have. So if someone asks me, Pastor Solberg, do you really think you know what life is all about? I'm going to say, yes, I do. I really do. That's what life is about. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. And you know that, don't you? There's nothing new here. Just a reminder what life is about. Or to put it this way. Here's what life is about. Only God matters. Only God matters. Amen.